Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... This is urgent. We need a response team. We're already putting together the best man. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. <laughs> it's a fake laugh. It's real! Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're, we're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am Groot. That I did know. These people may be isolated, unbalanced even, but I believe with the right push, they can be exactly what we need. Suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. I have indeed been uploaded, sir. We're online and ready. And welcome to another issue of Mighty Marvel Geeks. It is the Intrepid Trio, Kylan, Eric, and myself, Mike. And we're having some technical issues here in the lair this week. <laughs> so Eric had to jump onto the mobile rig on his end. So hence why he sounds a little different this week. I'm feeling better now. It's because Kylan brought you one of those dandelion necklaces he made when he was out in the field last week. I'm ready to talk some Marvel. (laughs) Did you know there's a new Deadpool trailer out? Uh, There's some other interesting stuff along with the new Deadpool trailer, like Stan Lee and Big Hero 6, the series. Which is what? yes, based on a Marvel <coughs> Marvel comic. Um, but before we jump into all of that, let's hit the business side of things real quick. Check out the website MightyMarvelGeeks.net. Again, MightyMarvelGeeks.net. On the homepage, we got links to our T Public store where we got some cool designs up for T-shirts, pillows, travel mugs, notebooks, stickers, T-shirts. Um, I think this. And of course, if you didn't get a chance to grab on when I mentioned it on Facebook and Twitter that teachers were on sale, shame on you. Um, Ripped Apparel's got some cool mashup stuff. Like, I, I want to say they have a shirt. It's a yellow shirt and it says Hulk Smash and it looks like a Hulk Hogan, Hulkamania style logo, which is cool. Uh, and then superhero stuff. Um, Eric will tell you they, they're a great bunch of guys. Some great stuff there. They are. Um, and the big thing that they've got right now is they have a Defenders Hero Box, if I remember right. And they just announced releasing December 17th is a Star Wars The Last Jedi Hero Box, both silver and gold levels with that. Oh, nice. So, coming soon will be Loot Crate added to that list. And, of course, they've got the Marvel gear. Um, and then we have uh, also coming up soon... TV store online, uh, which will have some great Marvel stuff that you can get for the holidays, be it Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or Wookiee Life Day, etc. <laughs> Life Day. <I> like <laughs> so, um, so I'm going to say I'm going to get us started with some sad news. Disney is sh- shuttering Marvel Heroes MMO, a.k.a. What? they're going to sunset it. Why? Uh, this was announced on the 15th that 
Marvel announced that Gazillion Entertainment's Marvel Heroes video, video game will be shutting down. Uh, the free-to-play massive multiplayer online game uh, was you know, in the same vein as Diablo or Path of Exile. And I know when we talked, when it came out... Um, I I said you know, I was a little disappointed that it wasn't like DC Universe Online, but DC came out with a second game that was kind of similar to this, but slightly different as well. And theirs theirs didn't hold up, but DC Universe Online is still going. Uh, Champions, which came out even before DC Hero or DC Universe Online, is still going. And that's and those are you create a superhero like character right and and play. I wish Marvel did the same thing. I'm well, hoping yeah, Marvel still could. And before that, it was City of Heroes. Yes. Now, I, I got to say, I think DC Universe Online has done it the best. Yes. Yeah. Because you, this is this is where I never really could get into Marvel Heroes just because I don't want to play Wolverine or Captain America. Mm-hmm. I want to play my own character in that setting, in that universe. Yes. And that was yes. the thing that you could do while you were in DC Universe Online. You could create your own character. You would interact with these characters. Right. I mean, you would you would get to you know hear from Batman or Superman or, or Wonder Woman, and you would get to fight the villains in that setting. Right. But you you get to create your own hero story. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was the charm of is the reason why we love playing um, Marvel super the uh, TSR Marvel superheroes so much because we got to create yes. our own characters within that world. Yes, See, yes. You are for, so right, sir. For me, with with DC Universe Online, I have a character called toxic snot <laughs> oh my gosh and i there i believe right now i have him where he could fly and he shoots energy beams out of his hands okay because i'm like this is probably the closest thing i'm gonna get to like an audio blast right um another character i have is called stick tech no not stick tech the crybaby which i took from the old nikki sitcom where her it's Nikki Cox, and her TV show husband was a pro wrestler called The Crybaby. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. So a Hulk-like body wearing biker shorts and schoolboy shoes with the calf socks and leather jacket with flames on it, and he's black with pink highlights. He's called The Crybaby. I had several characters that I just created myself. Uh, just completely off the wall. They they had no relation to anything, and that was where I was at my happiest. I could not resist doing a couple of homages, though. Mm-hmm. I actually had Grand Admiral Thrawn as a character. Uh, he was okay. he was like a weapons character, and he had he flew around with a jetpack. And um, right. And, but the other one, I titled him the Crimson Chimichanga. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I wonder who see models are. I think dude, dude, he was like a blatant ripoff. <laughs> he was now, and that was something that that City of Heroes ran into, right? Uh, because you know, because they didn't want to get into some kind of IP snare with with Marvel or DC. They had to be extremely vigilant in your, <clears throat> excuse me, in the characters you created. I mean, if it, right. if 
the admins thought that you were too close to somebody mm-hmm. uh, in, in terms of costume or powers or whatever, they would delete the character. Yeah. No warning, just delete it. Yeah. Well, one of the other characters I had uh, was a tech expert, and his name was Stick Tech. I had him in all black and almost looking like Snake Eyes from Jane Joe. Oh. And I, I went, again, I, I think I had him using a bow, possibly. It was either that or, again, the energy blast from the hands, which I kind of right. like liked the energy blast. But I had him as a as, as the crawler where you climb up uh-huh. the buildings yeah, right. type deal. Um, and, and then glide from place to place <laughs> once you got the glide ability. Um, and of course, being a audio tech and technician and constantly in black, that's how I went with that. So well, there you go. Um, so anyhow, back to Marvel Heroes. The game launched on PC 2013. Uh, and of course, mm-hmm. this is when we talked about it initially that I'm a little disappointed. I wish it was more like DC, DCUO, DCUO. Um, and then, you know, eventually made its way to PlayStation 4 and Xbox One earlier this year as Marvel Heroes Omega. Um, but all versions of the game are affected by this announcement. And the announcement officially is, we regret to inform our Marvel Heroes fan that we have ended our relationship with Gazillion Entertainment and that the Marvel Heroes game will be shut down. We would like to thank... Sincerely thank the players who joined the Marvel Heroes community and will provide any further updates as they become available. Now, when the game launched, it did so with a cast of 21 playable characters from the Marvel history. Uh, and then the roster grew as time, often incorporating new characters, NPC allies, items co- coinciding with Marvel movies and TV shows. Uh, the game also featured locations like The Raft, Latveria, Asgard. Um, the game script was written by Brian Michael Bendis and revolved around Dr. Doom obtaining the Cosmic Cube and killing off the Watcher. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. a breakout at the Raft Prison unleashes hordes of supervillains onto an unsuspecting world. Hydra, AIM, Mr. Sinister, and several other villainous forces from Marvel canon also came to blows with the world's heroes. The game's climax sees Dr. Doom revealing, revealing himself to be the puppet master controlling these various factions. A later ad- add-on uh, touched on the scroll invasion and teased the appearance of Thanos. Um... Fans have long feared that Marvel Heroes was on Disney's chopping block. Over the past few weeks, a Gazillion Miss 4 planned updates in the annual Halloween event was a no-show. Uh, the Thor Ragnarok tie-in content that was slated for release at the end of October went unreleased as well. So, um, considering it's been a couple weeks since Bendis might have officially left Marvel, or was gone from Marvel, mm-hmm. that could be... I mean, if he was helping write the scripts for all this, that could explain his, his departure, could explain why... Well, I guess they didn't trust anyone else with the script. No. That's possible. So, um, I guess the the only way to say it is kind of reversing the one song from Failing on the Roof. Sunset, Sunrise. No, that could be that could be the show title tonight. <laughs> sunset, well, Sunrise. Oh. Well, 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 we the, got the, the song, uh, we got Sunset. The, the, we the, got Sunset on one game. We got Sunrise on the other. Let's see, right? and, and the song is Sunrise, Sunset. But right? like I said, I'm reversing it because Marvel Heroes Omega is sunsetting, and I'll let Eric go with the story of the Sunrise. Well, the Sunrise comes from. Uh, 
a different video game. It is Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2. And that is uh, that is out now. Uh, just came out. It's uh, by Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment, uh, Traveler's Tales Games, TT Games, the Lego Group, and Marvel Inter- Entertainment. Uh, apparently, I'm having tongue difficulties as well. <laughs> Uh, for real. Okay, this this article is coming from uh, from uh, Marvel.com itself. So, you know, hey, we can trust this, can't we? It is an original-slash-humor-filled sequel to Lego Marvel Super Heroes, which got a whole lot of love from the critics. Yeah. Uh, in this new a- in- adventure, the time-traveling Kang the Conqueror has stolen numerous Marvel cities and locations ripped from time and space to form the expansive open-hub world of Chronicles. To foil Kang's diabolical plans, an elite team of superheroes must band together in cosmic battle that takes players on an exciting journey across the Marvel Universe. Now, Tom Stone, the uh, managing director at TT Games Publishing, says, quote, packed with signature Lego humor. And that is one thing I have truly loved about this. These games, Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2 delivers a large, excuse me, a huge intergalactic saga that spans the Marvel Universe. It's going to be introduces, huge. It's going to be huge. With a game introduces new features and an incredibly large open world for players to roam and explore, from the mythical land of Asgard to the deep space base of Nowhere, Nowhere, and many more imaginative settings. Uh, let's see, uh, Sean William McAvoy, uh, VP of Digital Games and Apps at the Lego Group, uh, goes on to say, "The game offers unprecedented opportunities for exploration and imaginative creative play within the Lego version of the Marvel Universe. It's great to see so many larger-than-life characters." settings and stories coming to life in this vibrant beautiful and epic game now jay ong who is a senior vice president of games and innovation at marvel says whether you're a marvel fan or a lego fan the collaboration with lego and tt games has produced an original experience that will be fun for all players with a huge array there's that word again huge a huge array of brand new characters from the marvel universe and an all-new mind-bending time manipulation mechanic this game is sure to provide hours of fresh and authentic gameplay. Authentic gameplay as opposed to fake gameplay. Okay, so uh, the story. Let's see. This we'll just. I'm skipping forward to uh, to some of the characters they have in here. Uh, Ant Man, Black Panther, Captain Marvel, Cosmo the Space Dog. We get to play uh-huh. with Cosmo, Cowboy Captain America. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yippee ki yay Nazi hiker. Uh, Dr. Octopus, <laughs> Dr. Strange, Ghost Rider, Green Goblin, Groot, Gwenpool, Hawkeye, Howard the Duck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm waiting for that minifig. Hulk, Iron Man, Luke Cage, Ms. Marvel, Rocket Raccoon, She-Hulk, Spider-Gwen, Spider-Man, Star-Lord, Thor, and many more. Uh, players can roam and explore 18 different Marvel locations within the within the open hub world of Chronopolis. From the vibrant jumble of Wakanda, Wakanda, they say Wakanda, don't, yeah. Uh, Wakanda. Southern Wakanda would be Wakanda. Uh, to the pyramids of ancient Egypt, along with Asgard, Atalan, Nowhere, the Colosseum, the Colosseum, Thor Ragnarok must be, Hala, Hydra Empire, Kang Citadel, Kunlun, 
Hunlan. Ah, I got I, I to gotta watch Iron Fist. That's all there is to it. <laughs> Lemuria, Manhattan, Medieval England, Noir, New York, 2099 Nueva York. Hey, 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 2099 action in here. Old West, The Swamp, and Xandar. Now, here's something that may actually wind up being the favorite of many people. It may be mine as well. Uh, a four-player local multiplayer mode. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. You get four people in the house. Boom. There you go. Uh, now, if you want to further your adventures beyond the main game, there is a season pass. Okay. And that will include six level packs and four character packs. Uh, the level packs feature content inspired by Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Black Panther, Avengers Infinity War, Ant-Man and the Wasp, as well as Cloak and Dagger and Runaways. Mm. Uh, character packs include Agents of Atlas, The Champions, oh. Out of Time, Classic Guardians of the Galaxy. Hey, we may get to see Vance Astro in this. Uh-huh. And add, yes, Classic Guardians of the Galaxy. And it will add more than 60 new characters to the main game's roster of, get this, over 200 superheroes and supervillains. Okay. It will be, the season pass will be available separately or as part of the Lego Marvel Superheroes 2 Deluxe Edition. And that, uh, that features the main game, the season pass, early access to the classic Guardians of the Galaxy character pack, and an exclusive Giant Man Lego minifigure included in the physical version. Okay. I gotta see what this Giant Man Lego figure looks like. Well, yeah. I, I, it's not what they used with Ant-Man from uh, Spider-Man, the Spider-Man Homecoming set, did they? I don't know. Um, I'm looking it up right now as we speak. Oh, wait a minute. This this can't be right. Okay. Um, um actually, guys, I hate yeah, to say it. Yeah. I think it is. What? I think it's I think it's very close to being okay. I'm looking on Brickopedia. Right. So right. This take this with a grain of salt. Giant Man is a Marvel Superheroes brick built minifigure released in March twenty sixteen. He is the enlarged variation of Ant Man. So basically what Brickopedia is saying is it's the large version of Ant-Man from the Civil War set. Yeah. Hey. Which is an impressive fig. I mean, it's not, it's it's a cool fig. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What am I saying here? Oh, you know what? I may have misspoken. Wikipedia says that, but brickset.com is saying something completely different. The vid, the they are showing this looks to be like a screenshot from the game, but it is showing like a standard minifigure figure. But it's in but it's got the giant man costume. Okay. Like Hank Pym when he was giant man, the the blue and yellow outfit with the visor. Right. So it may just be a regular minifigure, not a giant one, just a regular one, but with the giant man costume. Which I'm really hoping that's the case. Right. And that may it makes more sense anyway, because that's a cheaper figure to include with a game. Right. So that's that to me is more likely in my eyes. So there you go. Wow. But I'm I'm going to have to get this. I haven't bought any Lego video games in a while. I, this I'm, I may have to do this. Yes. Yeah. I, I haven't either. And this sounds like sounds like it'll be fun. See, that's the thing about the, the Lego games. Mm-hmm. The Lego games are fun. They yeah. don't take they they respect. They, they show that they have a love for the source material, mm-hmm. but they don't take it or themselves too seriously. No, no. No, I will, I will never forget. Uh, I was working for a company that was uh, contracted out to help Walmart merchandise their video game displays. Uh, 
when the very first Lego Star Wars game came out. Uh, yeah. This is the one for the prequels. Yes, okay. And the scene in episode 1 where the uh, the the console the uh, the the Galact the Republic the Senate spaceship is blown up in the droid ship hangar. Mm-hmm. You remember that scene? They recreate that it, in Lego. Right. Turret comes down, blasts the ship, but instead of exploding, the bricks just start falling off of it because yes, everything right. is made of bricks here and the the bricks just fall apart and then just leaves the pilot and the co-pilot sitting up there what used to be the cockpit and they're just just floating there in space just sitting there and they look at each other and they look down and then gravity hits in and they fall and they've shattered <laughs> it's just that it's just that slight little bit of silliness that that makes these games fun <laughs> so yeah uh, this yes. this may have to this this is going to have to be purchased yeah there's just no the see the lego games in general even the lego um Indiana Jones series was fun and entertaining. It, it was. I like it really was. I, I like yeah. that. Like, the first Lego Indiana Jones game, the one that, uh, like the rest of us, tried to ignore the fact that Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was ever made. Right. <laughs> but the the other one that was that was really nice too was the. Um, when uh, like the original Lego online game came out, yes, 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 that, it was. That was that one was fun as well, and it was entertaining. It was like okay, and then they just did the one based around the minifigs that are you know, uh, when you bought yeah. the mini. I mean, that was okay, but it was it got to be a little more difficult. Yeah, yeah, they they um they they were. They were true. They were they were like true in the most basic sense to the material, but it it was definitely missing something. Yeah, you know, it was definitely missing something at that point. So, well, missing something um, was Kylan last week when we talked about Disney and Netflix uh, and the yeah. streaming service. <laughs> but he's able to come back and fill us in on what's happening with Netflix now. Yeah, so it looks like uh, Netflix is sort of. Has a sunrise sunset kind of thing going on. Uh, it looks like that they will keep uh, the series that they've done to this point, uh, but there will be no new series after. Uh, I guess it'll be after season one of Punisher, uh, and this is uh, based on uh, Disney's decision that Marvel not a uh, farm out any uh series to any other uh any non disney owned property or companies for that matter so so okay so great uh we uh netflix gets to keep luke cage jessica jones iron fist daredevil and defenders oh as well as punisher but that also means nothing new Right. So you know, uh, I, I it would then would then lead one to believe that any new series, any new series to come from a streaming service, will be coming from the Marvel streaming service. Uh, but we're going to have to wait. Oh well, but see, then now, mind you, that's not kicking off until 2019. Right. Uh, but you know, there's also already talk of a new Marvel series. Uh, that and it's looking like that it would be on, on the new streaming service. Um, right now it looks like that's a guess, but it's probably the most educated guess that any of us could take right now, uh, unless it unless it ends up in Florida or Orlando for that matter. <laughs> well, 
I, I'm still I, I'm still thinking this whole Disney acquiring Fox yeah. has to it, and mainly because if that's the case, mm. Disney gets Hulu. Not not gets does not get Hulu. It gets FX. Why am I thinking Hulu? Yeah. But it gets the FX network. Yeah. And would that not be a killer venue for Marvel stuff? Oh. Well, oh, and, and remember, we've talked about too. Disney owns the Fox Kids Library, right? So you throw that on with with uh, FX, FXM, FXX, everything but Fox, right? Uh, that can make things quite interesting. So getting the Marvel rights back. Getting Fantastic Four or the X Men rights back, Fantastic Four rights back. Why not do a Fantastic Four TV series instead? Mm. And Mm -hmm. why couldn't that go to FX or to the streaming service? Um, Uh, Because even though they say the the deal's dead, doesn't Mm -hmm. necessarily mean the deal is dead. True. Well, they just said there are no talks. The talks are dead. That does not mean the deal is dead. Right. I I think I think that this is a great way to for uh, this is a great way for Marvel to finally truly make a re- make a grab and ke- and get um to get DC uh, or or not to um fa- you know get Fantastic Four back. Well, not, but see, here's the thing though, and we talked about this. If they get Fantastic Four, because we have yet to see a Fantastic Four comic, right? Are we going to say no? I think uh, I I would think we I want to see a comic first before we see them do anything on the screen. That being the case, did you did you guys uh, notice? Because Mike no Mike didn't pick book. Eric picked the book. A couple of weeks ago, there was a book and it was it was in one of the Inhumans books. It was one of the legendary. It was one of the legend titles. Some companies had that book listed as a Fantastic Four title. Other companies had it listed as an Inhumans title. Yeah, because uh, because uh, I was going. Going in and I was putting in, and I'm thinking, okay, you remember I said something about, and it looks like I'm being proven wrong, but I said that I would be shocked if we did not see a Fantastic Four book by the end of the year, right? I said that, and it looks like I'm wrong, and I'm okay with that, but yet they're buying Fox, so I, 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 I don't know. I think that this is going to be. They're they're making an awful lot of moves right now. You know, looks like they are to me. They're making an awful mm-hmm. lot of moves. So I don't know if that means that if they do Fantastic Four, is it going to be a series on their streaming service? I personally, I, I would hope so. I I I think Fantastic Four would be great as a series, but it has to be it, it has to be uh, obviously has to be done right. But that goes without saying. But I know because I know there's you know there's already uh, ideas for their uh, a new series on the streaming service but here's the other question because we were also talking about looking at how looking at the overall tone of jessica jones daredevil luke cage and iron fist and punisher for that matter will will any subsequent series be able to carry that tone on a disney streaming service or will dis or will disney i mean i'm not saying that disney couldn't do it but at the same time disney has a certain brand identity and 
street level gritty is not that brand identity. Yeah. Yes, but also keep in mind that Disney has so many different banners. Right. I mean, it's like think about it. Did you like movies coming out of Miramax? I did. I, I you know there there were a few there were a few that came out of Miramax that I did enjoy. Yeah. Okay. At one point in time, Disney owned Miramax, especially during the Kill Bill era. So oh, there you go. Right. See, I mean, the Kill Bill is under the Disney umbrella. Right. And you've got the A and E. You've got the Touchstone Pictures. See, part of the reason that Disney acquired these banners, these studios' houses, is so they could do stuff that was not fairy tales and singing warthogs. Right. And people say, it's like, oh, well, it's Disney. It's going to be kid stuff. Not no. necessarily. No. No. Not no, necessarily. I, I mean, uh, it was like when it was like when Disney bought Marvel and all the naysayers are talking about, well, uh, Marvel Max is going to have to end and blah, blah. And Marvel Max never ended. In fact, what there's a there's a new Marvel Max series that's out right now. You know, it's you know it, it's Mar- Marvel has let it be has let Disney be its own animal. Exactly. And, this and, is this is something yeah. that Bob Iger went with, and that is a minimum of interference model. Yeah, right. And it's like, the, same, the same thing with with Muppets, Pixar, and uh, and Lucasfilm. Yeah, right. it's like they know. It, it, like Bob Iger comes up, says, look, we know, you know, your stuff. We're going to let you pretty much do what you do so well. And it, that's something I don't truly get, because for one thing, for with, uh, if it wasn't for Disney purchasing Marvel, we would not have Daredevil on Netflix. No, we would not have the Punisher on Netflix. No, the Punisher is about as far away from Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck as you're going to get. It really is. Oh, uh, so is Jessica Jones. Yeah, that too. Yeah, and just, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I get where some people would kind of balk at that. But once you actually stop and actually think and learn about, you know, what all Disney has ownership in, mm-hmm. anybody with two brain cells to rub together is going to realize, hey, this this could actually turn out OK. Right. Yeah. I think that um, I. I, I think it's going to be, I think 2019 is going to be a very interesting year. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think we, a lot, all of us, a lot of us, all of us have preconceived notions of how this is all going to proceed in, in, in our own ways. But I believe that all of us are going to be wrong. And it's just a matter of just sitting there and watch this unfold before us. And yeah. who knows? Who knows? We might finally get the Fantastic Four movie we deserve. Who knows? Well, I, I think the other catch oh. is too, you know, when 2019 hits, don't mm-hmm. be surprised to see the Marvel series that's there pulled and put on the the Disney service. Mm-hmm. Just because they say it's not happening now doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Right. It would be silly for them to pull it now, mm. but that's that's just me. Mm-hmm. Um, but pulling now or maybe in a couple weeks, uh, we see Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. return for its fifth season starting December 1st. Boom. That's all I got five to say. Five seasons, man. Yep. Uh, season five left off with Coulson and the team abducted um well season four marvel you made a mistake in your article season four left off with Coulson and the team abducted and the huge reveal that they're now in outer space uh with this article on marvel.com there's a clip that 
um, leads to several S.H.I.E.L.D. members learning the hard way that there are some very dangerous creatures they have to contend with. And then below is uh, some key art that was revealed for the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. poster. Uh, that looks kind of intriguing, too. So, and of course, Max still has the shotgun axe. Mm-hmm. Um, I want, I want that. I am not a gun nut, but I want that shotgun. I would love to have a, a non-working <laughs> replica of that. Um, no, no, <laughs> you, you I want, want mine to work. Yeah, okay. I, I, I want, I want a a working version. I, I mean, that to me has got to be the ultimate home defense. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is true too. Or, you are a burglar trying to break into my house. I show up with a shotgun with an axe blade welded to the front of it. Um, you yeah. better hope that you're wearing brown pants because you're going to need that. I, as as Deadpool, it it shows less. <laughs> <sighs> wow! I'm just quoting Deadpool. Uh-huh. <laughs> so okay. um, I'm in, I'm personally excited for this new uh, this upcoming season. I, I think there's a lot of potential, and I, seeing that trailer, I I'd be quite interesting to see where they go with the shield in space. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I will say this. I was kind of, uh, I wish I could say I was really excited about it though, because it was a little clip trailer. What didn't have a whole lot. It was them running from some kind of alien monster. Yeah. I saw Sigourney Weaver do the exact same thing. True. Maybe it's an homage to aliens. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Maybe they're trying to say that S.H.I.E.L.D. takes place in the same universe as aliens. Well. Especially if there's a Fox deal. (laughs) What they need to do is have that door open up and there's Agent May in a big exoskeletal suit. (laughs) That would be killer. That would be killer. That would be, yes. That would be killer. Well, why don't we move on to the next story? I don't remember who's got it. Uh, 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 would that be Stan Lee? Yes, sir. That would be me. Yes. So, okay. So, uh, yeah. So Stan, the man, uh, uh, who is the king of all Marvel, uh, I like to think. <laughs> and also, uh, he, he shows up everywhere. Um, even, he, even in the TV series, you, you will get him. If not, if not in full flesh, you'll get a passing, um, poster of him or something you just have to look but stan lee will be in uh the big hero six tv series that's right y'all i said it so the tv sequel to the award-winning movie will have stan lee in it uh interesting so, so like and, and actually this is tied to uh the the movie itself uh so in the uh so through the credits of the movie uh it's revealed that a superhero fanboy Fred's dad was not only a former superhero but he was also voiced by none other than Stan Lee himself so uh yeah so this is a quote uh, this is from an article on, on Dinner Geek uh speaking at the premiere of Big Hero 6, the series. Executive producer Mark McCorkle confirms that Stan Lee will, pre- will be present in the Disney XD sequel to the film, although not in the very first episode. We were really intimidated because we sort of created a backstory for what his character was in the movie, McCorkle said. He's kind of a 70s superhero. He was great with it. He's just fantastic to work with and has a ball doing it. Uh, but surprise, talking about Stan Lee. You know what? 
<laughs> you know, I mean, we're, we're talking about the man who has enthusiasm in everything he does. So, uh, so Stan, yeah, he's he will be in the Big Hero Six series. Uh, in I guess role of that he portrayed in the movie, his dad. So we'll see. Um, and you know we don't know when it's going to happen, but oh darn, you have to watch the whole series uh, to see <laughs> when it's going to happen. And there could be so many other ways to suffer than to watch Big Hero Six. But you know we're not going to bother you with that. We're just going to give you your homework assignment. <laughs> Do you remember? Us talking about that to Brian Kessinger when he was uh, when he was kind enough to join us on the show. Yes. 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 And, and we asked him point blank, whose idea was that to put you know, to to give the role of Fred's dad to Stan Lee? Mm. And he said he honestly could not remember. Right. Because he said, what did he say? It's like the the process is just an organic one where somebody just bounces an idea off each other yeah. and then then yes. they add on to it and it just kind of snowballs. Yep. Yes. Just the whoever did came up, come up with that. You know they got to be smiling. Really, all these guys that had to do with with Big Hero Six are smiling about it because oh, hey, yeah. it's not every day that a movie gets turned into a TV series, let alone a good one. Uh, there are and, there are some know, that have been stinkers out there. That is true. And so so you just think this started off just like a crazy what the heck idea. It it blew into a cameo. It actually made it to the screen. Now it's now our movie that we came up with is going to be turned into a TV series. And this crazy what the heck not idea got translated over to. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's just I don't care who came up with it. If you had anything to do with bringing that to the screen, you just got to be sitting back and laughing. I agree. I agree that I was just well, you know, we we just added someone's ride. So you, you know what? It's all good from there. It's, that's why I see it. Um, yeah. And I, I think it, I think it's going to be awesome just to, to, to watch this grow and unfold and to watch you guys get to live out such an amazing dream that you guys all shared together on that show. I'm looking for I am so looking. The weird thing is Big Hero 6 grew on me. Yeah, it did. Like I was like when I first saw the movie, I was like, eh, it's OK. Then the more I thought about it, it was like. This is really good, you know, and now that I get the series on top of that bonus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I'm one of the things I like about the series is the um, the cast mm-hmm. is the same cast from the movie. And you know, that's old school. You remember back in the day that used to happen and never happens anymore? Yeah. That, that's that's just going to be. Let's see. When is that going off? Um, Monday, oh, oh, the 20th. Hey, the 20th. So, um, so by the time you guys are hearing this, because our show drops on Sunday, right? Saturday yeah. evening on Sorcerer Radio. The podcast version of Sunday, Sunday or Monday, depending on how quick I get. Okay, so right then, so by time the show, by time the show drops, by time the show drops, you guys would have either already seen it or are about to see it. So enjoy. (laughs) I I know my daughter is excited because that's her birthday. She goes, it drops on my birthday. So yeah, (laughs) and you'll be at dance class. But there was something else that dropped on us this week, and uh, I don't know. I'm kind of salivating over just how beautiful it was. Well, you know, um, 
Happy trees. We're Deadpool fans around here. <laughs> and well, I think to, to say we're fans is is maybe a bit of an understatement at times. But uh, a new teaser for Deadpool 2 has come out, and uh, it has almost no footage from the movie. Maybe just a, just a smidgen. But for the most part, it's, it's Deadpool channeling his inner Bob Ross. And I just got to tell you, I used to watch this show, mm-hmm. The Joy of the joy of painting, I think. Yeah. I used yeah. to watch it religiously when I was younger. And, right. you know, he just, you know how Bob Ross has that, that, that Afro that would make Colin Kaepernick extremely jealous and just the, the whole, Oh, it's a happy little cloud. There are no mistakes here. you this is your own world. You can make it. You can, you can make whatever you want. You want to put a little happy tree in here. Let's put a little happy tree let's, in let's here. Put, because there are some, no mistakes. Let's put some happy trees. That's nice. A little indigo blue. So the whole the whole trailer, pretty much the whole teaser, is a takeoff. Yeah, and <laughs> and you see there Deadpool with the wig and the hat and the and the brushes, and, and he starts going over the the characters, kind of like uh, you know box office gold, Doc Brown, Betty White, uh, Soylent <laughs> Green. Just Teddy Ruxpin. Well, no, that's no, that's oh, the, oh. at the end. Yeah, uh, sorry. Just the colors that he's using, and then it, at the at the end credits, uh, <laughs> the end credits are are just as just as hilarious because yes. the executive paint deucer is listed as Ross Bobart instead of Bob Ross the artist. The lead singer is Jerrica Benton, which you don't know who that is unless you do know who it is because it's Jim as Jen in the holograms. Yeah, uh, Jordy LaForge is the chief engineer uh <laughs> blanche Devereaux from the golden girls handles video editing uh ted e teddy ruxpin is the uh is the audio then you have then you have wayne campbell operating both camera one camera two camera one camera, camera two, two. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Thomas Edison is master of lighting. Uh, security. This this is my favorite. This is my favorite. Security is handled by Dalton, which is Patrick Swayze's character in Roadhouse. Yes. No one messes I, with Dalton. Yeah, exactly. Um, Boom, as always, goes the dynamite while gripping is left to Chim Chim, the monkey from Speed Racer. And it's dedication of eternal love to Bug and Parker, which, of course, is is throwing off on the the whole Spider-Man Deadpool thing. Right. Right. Um, You do see some cable images in there. You do see his hand reaching for a gun. But you also see one of the paintings that that Deadpool Bob Ross has painted. It is a takeoff of Norman Rockwell's, you know, Thanksgiving dinner painting, which we've all seen it. We've all seen like all the 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 different homages to it. But you see Deadpool and Cable uh, serving the turkey and you see all these different characters in there. And there's a picture of Stan Lee on the wall behind. Them. Yeah. Now, the other thing I like too is he starts off. We're going to take some yellow and paint a sunset or paint the sky. Gives that sunset yellow look. snow. That's what it was. Yellow and it, snow. And it goes back to what we talked about as potential show name: sunset sunrise. Yeah. <laughs> we bring it. We bring it around full circle. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Now we do also we do get to see a little bit of footage here where you see yeah. wave crashing. Uh, you also see the first look at Domino. Yep. Uh, Zazzy Beats makes a pretty good looking Domino here. Yeah. 
Um, it, it's it's definitely a deviation from the original, but I'm good with that. I think it carries I'm through just with, fine. Yeah. So uh, let's see what else. What else? I'm trying to think. I have I have missed something in this because the first time I've seen this is just like right before we started recording. Uh, well, cable at the end after all the credits roll, we get cable at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, you Sonic Teenage Warhead. Yes. Telling everyone that she's. Telling everyone she's number one. Yeah, she's got you know she's got an X Men uh, outfit on, which yes. she she did with that. But uh, yeah, it it's looking good. It's it's looking good. Uh, I think this is going to be just as enjoyable as the first one. Yeah, I think so. And of Hoping course, so of course, you know, Screen Rant is saying that the uh, the the villain in this is going to be Mister Sinister. Right. Um, it looks like somebody painted Mister Sinister on the painting he was painting. Just a very like like almost a, to it, Mister Sinister. Uh, yeah, mm, mm, mm. that's Mister Sinister. I liked the comic book version. I, I would have to I, my the jury's still out on how he would translate to a live action version because I just one got one word for you: apocalypse. Yeah, but we, I think we talked about there was that one makeup artist who showed his rendition. And it, it was still, I want to say, based off Oscar Isaac's head mold. And it was so much better. Mm-hmm. It, it really was. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. The right, the right makeup artist, the right special effects could make, could pull this off. Yeah. And, and it's going to have to do it because let's be honest, the name of Mr. Sinister, that that's kind of like taser face. Yeah. It, it's kind of, it's kind of like the, the name that you just really can't take too seriously. Mm, no. Nope. Oh, so. so, but yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I am looking forward to it. And I'm looking forward to more, to more trials. That's really, if they're like this, I want to see more. Well, with Thanksgiving right around the corner means mm-hmm. new comic book days the day before that. It can only mean one thing. I saw picks of the week. And of course, good time to get you get some comics to read over the Thanksgiving break because, uh, well, the Dallas Cowgirls are on TV and we know that's not a game worth watching unless your name's Jeff Davis. <laughs> Love you, Jeff. Oh, but, yeah. Um, oh, well, you're just upset because you had Ezekiel Elliott on your fantasy football team, just like me. Yeah. But you know, I'm a Cleveland Browns fan, so. Caesar, oh, what are you doing ragging on anybody else? Oh, dude, dude, dude. Because, does, because does your game day attire have like a pla- a brown paper bag to go over your head? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, <sighs> I, I, so brutal. You know, it, you know it's Sunday. Skinny. You know you don't stress on Sunday because the Browns are going to lose anyway. <sighs> so. Um, let's hit our picks of the week. We're going to give you nine options to possibly pick up before or during or after that turkey little feast of yours. Um, and hopefully we don't have any turkeys in our picks this week. I hope not. These were hard picks for this week. They were. Mm -hmm. So, and you'll see theme running through mine. Let's 
Kylan, since you've got the MU pick this week, long you yeah. start us off. Okay, well, my first pick is a trade so that uh, when you're when you're tired of being around family, you have something nice and uh, involved to read. Uh, and this was actually a decent series. Uh, this is Nick Fury, Volume One, Deep Cover Papers, Trade Paperback. Uh, the writer is uh, James Robinson. The artist and cover artist is Aiko. His name is Fury. Nick Fury. The world is a dangerous place, and when Shield needs a lone agent to infiltrate, capture, and remain anonymous, there's no one better than him. Now, an all-new era for the super spy begins as Fury embarks on a top-secret mission to the French Riviera. But will he meet his match in the mysterious Frankie Noble? Fury plays spy game and caper after caper, preventing an assassination on the maiden voyage of a new international train line, diving into the deep blue sea to uncover a Hydra spy in Atlantis, and vacationing in a sleepy little town. Uh, so, um, there you go. That's my first pick. Uh, Eric, why don't you go next? Okay. Uh, my first pick of the week is also a trade paperback. It is, I am Groot trade paperback, uh, written by Christopher Hastings with art by Flaviano and cover artist is Marco Alfonso. Groot is back smaller and cuter than ever. When the guardians of the galaxy get caught in a wormhole, a pint sized Groot finds himself on his own billions of light years away from his team on an unknown world. Seriously underdeveloped and all alone, Groot must make the journey to the center of this world if he's to find a way back to his family. And the first tiny step is finding someone, anyone, who can translate, I am Groot. This isn't going to be easy. No. <laughs> well, my first pick of the week is Dead Pill. Dead Pill. Dead Pill. That too. Maybe this is what he was giving. Uh, Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe again. Uh, writer is Colin Bunn. Artist is uh, Dakbor Talajic. Uh, remember the time Deadpool went a little too crazy and killed the entire Marvel Universe? Well, this isn't that. This is another time. Um, writers Colin and Dal- or creators Colin and Dalibor, uh who were the creators behind the original Slaughterfest, reunite for an all-new, all-different tale of death and destruction starring the Merc with a Mouth. And it features Wade Wilson taking out all of your faves in the most horrific ways possible, including Gwynpool, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, the Guardians of the Galaxy, even Moon Girl and Dino- Devil Dinosaur. It's going it's gonna to hurt him more than it hurts you, but you, you're going to love it. But we just dare you to guess how the story ends. One thing's for sure, though. You won't believe your eyes when Deadpool kills the entire Marvel Universe. Again. Again. (laughs) So, uh, Kylan, back to you. Uh, Well, okay, so my pick is, uh, my second pick, rather, is Luke Cage of 2017, number 167, Legendary. Uh, The writer is David Walker. The artist is Guillermo Santa. And the cover artist is Raza Cage, part two. Luke Cage is back in the one place he never wanted to go. He never wanted to be. With his mind mangled, Luke Cage grabs for any foothold he can, which is hard as, and then it doesn't give me anything. I, I can imagine what it says after that, but it doesn't look like Luke's in a good place either way. No. Well, Eric, back to you for your second pick. Okay. My second pick is another trade paperback. It is Star Wars Darth Vader, Dark Lord Sith, Volume 1. Imperial Machine, written by Charles Soule, 
Art by Giuseppe Camangoli and cover art by Jim Chung. The most fearsome villain of all time returns with a brand new series. Picking up where Star Wars Episode 3 Revenge of the Sith ends, follow Darth Vader as he receives his legendary red lightsaber and begins his ruthless rise. Anakin Skywalker is now more machine than man. Having lost everything once dear to him, he must forge a new future as a Dark Lord of the Sith. Join Darth Vader as he learns the ways of Darth Sidious and his newly formed empire. The Way of the Dark Side. And on his first mission, Vader sets his sights on a Jedi who avoided Order 66, a master who's long lived in seclusion, one more powerful than any he has faced before. Nobody said the path to power was going to be easy. Now, this is collecting Darth Vader number one through six. And if you remember, Mike, when we were sitting at Star Wars Celebration, what was Charles Soule talking about? The he new was Vader talking series. About the new Vader series. And this is where he said, like, Vader year one. Yep. And so if you're looking to get into it, this is a perfect way to do so. Because this, like I said, is the first six issues, and it's a great way. It's a great way. Yeah. Well, my second pick of the week uh, comes to us from writer Robbie Thompson and artist Chris Bacalo. And it's Spider-Man Deadpool number 24. Spider-Man vs. Deadpool Part 2. When Spider-Man learns that Deadpool is selling shield tech on the black market, it's the last draw. Bromance? Over. It's time to hunt Deadpool. The two biggest characters in the comics are facing off, and it's going to take them all over the Marvel Universe. No holds barred. As, as you see from this cover, Deadpool is even willing to use his laser sharks. And it will all lead to the biggest Spider-Man Deadpool story of all time. Okay. They got freaking laser beams. Camera one, camera two. <laughs> Possible alternate. And if you get the connection between those two, you, my friend, are awesome. That might be the alternate title. Camera one. Camera two. <laughs> and with your laugh, I'm thinking that might actually be the way to go instead of sunset, sunrise. Camera one, camera two. <laughs> I like that. So, uh, <laughs> Kylan, back to you for your final pick of the week. Oh, my final pick of the week is Black Panther number 167 of 2016. Uh, the writer is Tanahisi Colts. The color artist is uh, the the art artist is Le- Leonard Kirk. The cover artist is Brian Stelfreeze. Claw Stand Supreme Part Two: The Black Panther's Greatest Enemies Brings His Trap, and with T'Challa off fighting the former gods of Wakanda, who will come. To a- Ayo and Anika's aid, and this is only the beginning. A cadre of villains return as Wakanda comes to its knees. Uh, um, yeah, so it looks like there's a lot going on in Wakanda. Not a good place to visit would be my suggestion. No, not going to get a good TripAdvisor rating on this one. No, 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 no. Well, Eric, your final pick of the week. My final pick of the week, surprise, surprise, is another trade paperback. It is Doctor Strange and the Sorcerer Supreme, Volume 2, Time After Time. Written by Robbie Thompson, art by Javier Rodriguez. Marvel's craziest comic gets even more mind-bending. Betrayed by one of their own, Doctor Strange and the Sorcerer Supreme are banished to a dark dimension where everything is out. Kill them, and you're trapped with them. 
Can you and the sorcerers escape this maze-like madness? Meanwhile, the gravity of Sir Isaac Newton's actions reverberates in the present day and puts him on a collision course with the Avengers. With Newton's current power level, they don't stand a chance. So it's up to Strange and the gang to stop him from sending the world and all of their own individual timelines into chaos. One of the sorcerers finds their life in the balance, and that puts the others through hell. When all is said and done, not everyone will make it home. Now, this is collected. Doctor Strange and the Sorcerer Supreme, numbers 7 through 12. Well, wow. my final pick of the week is Star Wars number 39. Uh, writer is Karen Gillian. Artist is Salvador La Roca. The Ashes of Jeddah. The Rebel Alliance turns its attention to the shattered planet of Jeddah. Once the site of great significance to the Jedi... Jeddah has now, or was left in ruins when the Death Star annihilated the holy city there. Now, new series writer Karen Gillian joins artist Salvador La Roca to bring Luke, Leia, Han, and the rest of the, to the remains of the tragic victim of the Empire's fury. So, uh, Kylan, since I don't see it on the show notes, hopefully you do have an MU pick. I do. You know what? Just because we're talking about it, why not? Uh, my pick of the week is a series. It is Big Hero 6. Uh, we, yeah, so we have um, issues 1 through 5, uh, and the, let me see, we Let's see what we have with that. Um, the first one. So, so the astonishing return of Big Zero Six. Who you ask? Why none other than Japanese top heroes defending the land of the rising sun in the name of the emperor? Come join Hero, the smartest boy in Japan, Baymax, his trusty robot companion, Honey Lemon, with her all-containing handbag, Gogo Tamago, somersaulting into an unstoppable energy ball. Plus, who are the six's two new members? When the unknown supervillain strikes Tokyo, BH6 is on the scene, and the stage is set for a new adventure and a new series. Okay. Uh, so yeah. So there you go. You got you got uh, a whole series to to read and keep you entertained while you're in your uh, food coma. <laughs> yeah, your tryptophan yeah. induced coma. And, and it's and it's what was the inspiration for uh, for the movie? So well, I think oh. that's. Yeah, I mean the the characters from the movie characters in the series are totally different. Uh, right. There's, there's some similarities. Right. Um, but it it's uh, it's all good. Uh, the the okay. the books are amazing. All right. Um, but the uh, I don't know. I I just don't want to spoil it. Read the books, then you'll understand. Okay. And and the movie's still okay because of it. So. Um, the book and the movie can be two different things. Yes. Three words, four words for you, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this is true, yeah. too. So, um, other than that, any final thoughts? Nope. Completely thought Been it out. Here. All um, thought it out. I will just say something to ponder on, find the story. Sony is talking about doing a Morbius movie. That's an interesting character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I pretty much have to do right. I, I think I would I would rather trust the MCU than the Sony to yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not, yes. tr- I'm not trying to be derogatory towards Sony. It's just, this is the kind of character you would need to do. You would need to get right the first time. Yeah. It, yeah. You can't keep rebooting him like you have Spider-Man. No. Mm. No. Well, on that final note. All wrapped up here, sir. Will there be anything else? Nope. Just time to go dark. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this re- mm. So, 
Um, I, I love how they've been calling the teaser for Deadpool wet on wet. That's yeah. <laughs> that. Oh my god, the trailer was something out. I can't wait. If the teaser's out now, that means possibly within the next month we're getting the actual trailer. Yeah. So uh, I think Ryan so he can act up. Yeah. Well, Ryan Reynolds, even if Disney does end up buying Fox, Ryan Reynolds needs to be kept on on this whole thing because that's what's going to keep Deadpool alive. Yes. Mm-hmm. Viva la Deadpool. <laughs>